Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's time again. Uh, it's time for Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. And today we're joined by a very, very special guest. But before we jump into it, a couple things we need to know. Number one, Brian is out. I believe he has an extreme case of the sniffles. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I just heard that he was sick, so I haven't talked to him yet. So, Brian, I hope those sniffles get you get you okay but more importantly we do need to let everybody know what's happening and to make that take place since brian our normal know everything guy is not around jake can you tell the people what's happening in the world of art house billing yeah absolutely so at art house this week we'll be opening two films which is awesome for us we've got god's country which was filmed just outside of livingston it's a great movie our own keller paulson is an extra in it we got to see it at sundance it's great come check it out uh, also, we'll be opening The Good Boss, which was Spain's entry into the uh, Academy Awards last year. It didn't make it, but it's getting some great reviews, and it's going around the theater circuit now. So Javier Bardem uh, is in that one, and it looks like it's one of those dark boss comedies. So I'm excited to see that one, too, in our theaters. Over at the Babcock, we've got some exciting stuff on Friday and Saturday that we'll get to here with our special guests in a Don't second. spoil it. Right. Don't. And then on Tuesday next week, uh, MSUB is helping us. Uh, we're doing Les Miserables, and it's not the musical. So just want to start with that part. <laughs> it is That's the, not the title. It's no, not yeah, Les Miserables, it, not the musical. Right. It's something. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And it's going to be on Tuesday at seven. It's a free showing. It's hosted. Um, Ted Kim will give a presentation on it. It's a great, it's exciting partnership. So once a month, you'll get to watch a French m movie and have it explained to you. So and and this was a film that came out a couple years ago that actually yeah. did really well. Like it was loved it was it. Uh, Oscar nominated yeah. too for foreign piece yeah. that year. Um, I'm excited to play it because I don't think we ever played it at Art House. We did. Yeah, we oh, played okay. it at Art Oops. House. All right. Yeah. Sorry. It was a good one too. <laughs> I missed it apparently. I have to go on Tuesday now. <laughs> Um, and then on Wednesday, we'll pay our respects to the late Olivia Newton-John as we show Xanadu on the screen. So her and Gene Kelly, get your rollerblades on, but don't wear them in the theater, please. Roller skates. Roller skates. Yeah, careful. Yeah, they weren't blades yet, The huh? purists are going to come after you okay. if you're not careful. So. so lots of busy stuff happening. So as uh, Jake mentioned, we've got something happening this weekend. If you are in the know-it-all in Billings, you have heard of this. You kind of know what's coming. Uh, but we are so excited this weekend to be hosting the Mint Film Festival, Montana International Film Festival. And as, uh, of course, if you know anything about it, there's only one man on planet Earth that can talk as eloquently, passionately, and informatively as the man that's sitting with us today. Uh, everybody, give a round of applause. It's Brian Mernion. Hey, guys. I wish we had like an applause button we could yeah. push. <laughs> Some so sound effects. It's there. So, uh, Mr. Mernion, thanks for joining us, man. Excited thanks for having me. So, Mint 2022 is happening. It's happening. What, what do people need to know? So we obviously, as you know, being able to host uh, parts of the festival and have been able to do that for years, we have an intimate knowledge of it. But, you know, some people still are discovering and figuring out what this thing is. So tell me all the things. Yeah. So this marks our year five. We're in our fifth year at the film festival. And each year we just see more engagement from the community. So it's really exciting to see more people come out into the venues and we're doing almost every screening at the Babcock. So we're gonna have lots of room to get cozy, sit together, watch great films. But we programmed this year with an emphasis on Montana and we wanted to highlight Montana, really uh, spotlight all the types of films that are coming out of our state, a lot of documentaries, a lot of narratives, a lot of shorts. And it's really fun to bring just a huge variety that people in Montana are making. And 
And uh, so that's that's going to be this year's focus: is what is Montana up to, and we're gonna we're gonna see that this weekend. Yeah, I think the thing for me, like you know, being a part of it uh, as we have, the thing that's really fun that I don't know that the, the Avril, average film enthusiast would would understand is a film festival is not just an opportunity to watch a bunch of movies. It is right. that, but it's an opportunity to actually interact with the filmmakers and have some kind of behind the scenes uh, cultural understanding of who's doing what and, and how things are made because that's a lot of the work. I mean, right. the art house work that we do is we book films. You know, that's the 90% of, of what we're doing is just booking films. You're not just booking these films. You're, you're seeing lots of films, screening mm. lots of films to find the best for the festival and then right. connecting with the filmmakers to try and get some level of connection and contact. Yeah, right. absolutely. And we open up our submissions to countries from all over the world. So we got 500 submissions this year and we watch all of them and then we pick the program that we think is going to work best for billings and the audience here and the community here but right the film festival is more than just programming films we're bringing in all the filmmakers we're bringing in talent we're bringing in producers we're bringing in their supporters and their families and it's an opportunity to network to engage to have those conversations and to really pull the veil back on the whole process so a lot of these films most of these films are undistributed so you get to see new films before they even hit Netflix and Amazon and Sony, um, all those distribution outlets. So it's a really fun opportunity to see uh, the new work that's coming up. Yeah, it's it's really cool because it's like you're exposing Billings to content that we wouldn't see mm. anywhere else, which is really great. And then simultaneously, these people you're coming in are ex experiencing Billings. Like they're coming right. to a place that, you know, because of mint and everything you guys are doing with the parties and you know just bringing people together they kind of experience the best of what our city has to offer for a couple of days as well so it's just we hope so yeah yeah we're really trying to create uh, a presence for billings to have within the film industry and we found each year five years now people want to come to billings they want to see the river they want to hike on the rims they want to run on the rims they want to repel they want to visit all the breweries the art galleries like it's really exciting to see that people from new york and from you know, let's say Nebraska, you know, they, they come in and they're like, oh, where's this art gallery? I looked it up. And it's really fun to see that they're excited to come to Billings and see what we have to offer as a community. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really cool. So what are kind of the big highlights for you this year that you, I mean, you're looking forward to everything, obviously. But right. What are some of the big, big rocks for you? I don't have favorite children. <laughs> <laughs> all, I love all my children equally. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some really amazing highlights. So um, we, we're really excited to have a world premiere of the Montana made documentary, Only Roundup Remains. And that was filmed central Montana. And it's just a really incredible, poetic, beautiful story of the, of a classic Montana kind of Western narrative about this family who's been herding cattle the same way since 1912. And that lifestyle and that process is being disrupted. And it's them trying to uh, maintain that way of life. And it's a really classic and poetic and somewhat heartbreaking story um, here in our state. And when we're getting the world premiere of that, the filmmakers are flying in. We're really excited. That's going to be at one, no, three 30 at the Babcock on Saturday. Okay. Um, we have a really fun, well, I shouldn't, I got to stop overusing the word fun. I'm just having fun. <laughs> I think that's where that word's coming out. I'm having a lot of fun, but there's some really amazing dramatic documentaries, including our closing film, which we scheduled at the Yellowstone Art Museum this year. Okay. Um, and that's a world sneak peek. So we are the first ones to get this documentary and the filmmakers are going to flying in. And it's a really incredible story of this unassuming couple, Jewish couple that passed away in a in a small little 
um, apartment in New York. You know, they lived a really quiet, humble life, and it was revealed after they passed away that they donated over half a billion dollars to the state of Israel to fight climate change, and it gave Israel an opportunity to have a voice in the climate environment dialogue and conversation in it. So really, I think, an eye-opening documentary. We're going to have that for our closing night film. So there's these little moments. I mean, everything is a big moment, but there's these moments of just, you know, I think pure beauty and poetry, really. And um, And that's, so Sunday night is the... Closing. We're doing Sunday afternoon. Sunday yeah. Afternoon. Okay. So we, we learned after five years, we finally learned that people had to fly home on f- Sunday. <laughs> and so we're doing our closing party on Saturday night. So all the filmmakers have an opportunity to, to participate in that. And then we're d- making our closing film early afternoon on Sunday. So okay. people still have time to travel home sure. in the evening. Sure. So that's going to be at one thirty. Yeah. Closing events and nobody was there. Anymore. Right. Yeah. We're like, where's everyone? Yeah. yeah. No, they just had to go home. Yeah. That's really Billings cool. is not a one flight stop for most locations. Yeah. That yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. So cool. So, um, I think for me, I mean, you t- the reason I want to ask that question is I think, you know, over the years watching people come out of films at Mint, talking to people that attend Mint, like it's really fun to, to see and even attending film festivals, uh, myself, like it's those hidden gems. Like you're, mm. you're excited for the big Friday night premiere, you know, open, you know, yeah. all of that stuff. Sure. But then you're going to this, like you talk about, it's a three o'clock show on a Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. but that's the one that hits you the most, you know, right. that kind of thing. And I think that's what's fun about a festival for me is it's, yeah, you can pick and choose, but to mm-hmm. actually like, no, I'm going to be a part of this festival. I'm going to get a festival pass and mm-hmm. I'm going to, this is what I'm doing with my day. That's where the impact of this stuff comes in. Yeah. We've heard that many times from people who are returning and then new people who are discovering us for the first time and picking up their festival pass. And then we could see them planning their weekend. We could see them picking all the films and which ones are going to go to. And that's really exciting that, that, that those films are going to be engaging. They're going to be seen. And filmmakers are going to love to engage with people watching their films. And we're not, we're obviously not having talked about the, the big night in the room with Friday night, our opening night, you know, let's just take a second to to just, just, yeah, let's just take a moment. So we are, you know, originally we had Richard Dreyfuss. He's no longer able to come, which is a huge disappointment, but that's the way it works. Um, We are showing his new film murder at Yellowstone city. And the cast and crew will still be here. We're going to do a great Q&A. It's going to still be solid, right? But we just found out that Mario Van Peebles is going to be joining us for that as well. And we're going to be presenting him a Lifetime Achievement Award in cinema. And, you know, he needs no introduction. But um, for those who haven't seen a lot of early 90s films, um, he's here in Montana shooting a sequel to his 1993 Black Western Posse. He's shooting that outside of Chico right now. Oh, cool. And so that's how we were able to coordinate with him and bring that's him awesome. here. So he's going to be here on the red carpet taking photos with everyone and uh, giving interviews and meet and greets. So please do come out and meet him. He's a legend. Um, he played Malcolm X and Ollie. And just an incredible performance. And he's worked with everyone and anyone. Yeah. Um, so he's he's the real deal. That's really, really cool. That's yeah. a good get, man. Yeah, right we're excited. Yeah. We, so... You had you just happened to have a lifetime achievement award in the closet, and it just blew the dust off. We kind of did, yeah. <laughs> we we created, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like, we got to be prepared just yeah. in case. We got to give this guy an award, right? Yeah, um, that's really cool. something like that. And we're we're getting it um, plucked and yeah, you know sure. labeled with with his with his name. But yeah, we had a couple awards created by um, a local artist. Um, a couple of years ago yeah. and we didn't distribute awards last year and, or the previous two years because of COVID yeah. we did something that we just pulled back on and so we do have some 
really amazing awards. They're cool. Um, They're really cool. Yeah, the the bronze uh, figure of the our state bird's feather and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a bowling trophy. It's a like no. it's a piece yeah. of art. Which right. is, I remember when you guys were creating them, like you had this vision, this idea of like it it needs to be something significant, and that's R- what it feels like. Right, and it needs to just echo Montana and really um, re- represent our state yeah. in some capacity. Uh, Jake, I've got a couple more questions, but I'm definitely hogging the literal mic. Is there uh, anything you want to bring to the table? Uh, I I just was curious. You know, uh, I think last year. Um, I got to see the shorts program and I, you know, I love this. And then once a year art house does the like Oscar nominated shorts right? and people love those too, because you know, you get to see something that how else do we have, does the everyday person have the medium to be Mm -hmm. able to see these shorts without searching directly and watching one at a time kind of thing. But the compilation of shorts is awesome. Is there been a favorite short of yours that's come in? Um, there are a lot of favorites and I've got to be careful because we, we haven't released any, um, we're, we're, we're doing juried awards this year. I will just highlight a couple. There's, um, because of our presence or just our spotlight on Montana, we have a film called Sons of Toledo. And this is just, you know, a really great example where these people are from out of state, but their producer spent several summers, I think it's several summers here in Red Lodge. And so he has a connection to Montana. He comes back a few times a year and they made this film out of state, but they have a connection to here. And it's a really great example of how Montana does connect people. And this is one example of this. I, we think a really beautiful short film. Um, and then we have films made here in Montana. Um, you know, there's a lot of talent coming out of Missoula and Kalispell area. And, um, I think half of our shorts block have a Montana connection this year, the narrative really shorts cool. block. So it's really, it's really incredible to see, um, including the documentaries or short documentaries. Half of them have a Montana connection. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, the one that always sticks with me from mint is the one from last year, uh, swipe. It was, Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And he like steals the kid's cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a beautiful five minutes that I still like, right. think about even today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no, a that's one. a highlight for sure. So, um, let's say someone can't attend, everything mm-hmm. G- give us give us the option you can buy a festival pass which gets you into everything gets you into everything levels of festival pass or it's just get this in year we're keeping it simple just yeah. a one pass gets you into everything including the parties and then there's just individual tickets for those who uh, just want one or two so they can show up at the box office ready to go for at the door purchase a ticket right there yep and exactly they can go to mintfilmfestival.org yep and they can get that yep so um i'm curious uh to kind of wrap it up Mm-hmm. As somebody that's been doing this for five years, ups and downs. When you started Mint, you were never thinking COVID was going to be a thing. It was a thing. It was um, a thing. You guys got through it. Um, and even, uh, was it last year or two years ago when it was like you had a plan and mm-hmm. new restrictions and like th- and you just had to pivot in like 48 hours, it felt like. Like you yeah. said that. So you've been through everything, it feels like, in, the, in a short period of time that a film festival can go through. Right. It like, feels that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, what for you has been like the greatest joy thing that you're most excited about energized jazz by and then other than COVID, cause I think that's the default. Hmm. What would you say is the greatest challenge of this festival and doing what you're trying to do here in Billings, Montana? Let's start with the challenge. The biggest challenge, and it's just a hard lesson I've had to learn um, over the last couple of years is not try to make something, something that it's not and let something be what it needs to be. And so I, I think I have this tendency to try to over engineer something and try to, make something just 
bigger than it is. And that's not what necessarily people are wanting. That's not what the demand is, is asking for. And it's just listening to that and, and observing those, the, you know, that moment of reflection on like, okay, what, what is, what does Billings want? Um, what do we want? What do we want to offer? And just finding that equilibrium between, you know, doing something really great and, but not going too far to where you're over taxing your staff, your volunteers, your own resources, you know, how, you know, how do you put some boundaries and um, do something within scope? That, that's been a hard thing to learn because we look around and we see these festivals from all over the world and we see these great, huge, you know, experiences. And then you go to those festivals, you go to Sundance and you're like, let's do that here. Yeah. Let's do that on a year one. And then you try and you, you know, who knows if you're failing or winning, but it's just a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work and you realize how that's not sustainable quite yet. And you got to ease into it. Um, that's been the hardest thing to overcome outside of COVID. Yeah. And I think this year is a, is an example of us recognizing that and saying, all right, let's not let, let's not force this festival to be anything other than what it, it wants to be. Yep. Let's just let it guide itself. And we're just going to be here supporting it. Yep. And so this is us trying to listen to that voice and, and that, that due diligence. That's really cool. I mean, it just ties in with the idea of this is Montana International right. Film Festival. So it's going to feel unique and different. And part of that is, yeah, bringing people from outside Montana to mm-hmm. experience Montana, but also letting Montanans reflect back. Right. Like this, this is what we connect with. This is what works. This is our, this is what a party looks like for us. Right. It's yeah. Not yeah. It's going to look like it looks for TIFF or, you know, Venice Film Festival or whatever. It's going to look different and, mm-hmm. and having some pride in it. I, I connect with that because I think the same is true even with this whole art house experiment mm. that we're doing right now. Like, right, yeah, yeah. The vision of like, oh, independent cinema is going to look like this. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to fall in love with French films. And it's like, nope. No. Nope. I mean, there are lovers of French films. We just talked about one. Like, don't miss that one. But there's yeah. also lovers of these obscure Westerns mm-hmm. documentaries. I mean, there's just let, we're here to serve the community. Exactly. That's what you're saying. And yeah. That's, that's definitely where we're at too of like what connects here in Billings mm. because we're here to serve. We're not here to just have some pompous vision for hmm. like, oh, we're going to make Billings like New York, which nobody wants. Nobody wants that. New York doesn't want that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so uh, then greatest joy. Yeah. Brought you the most energy and excitement. You know, it's pretty amazing to see like even now, um, five years later in, in our first year and in our second year, you know, 2018, 2019, we had filmmakers come in, experience the festival, show their film, go to the parties, meet the locals, you know, go to boutiques like, the, you know, they just have a weekend here. Right. And to me, it's like no big deal. I'm, I'm so attached to everything. I'm emotionally attached to everything. I'm in the weeds on everything. And to me, it's just like, this is a lot of work and I don't re- necessarily see it from their perspective. And then years go by and people are still, those same special guests are still reposting the memory of when they were here for the festival with, you know, the local store owner down the street and they're just talking about what a great memory that was and how much fun they had. And I, I realized that people are experiencing this festival and this weekend completely different from me. And I have to remember that it's about that experience, not necessarily the little problems that I have to continually like work on. And that the joy is realizing that people are enjoying it. And that brings a lot of satisfaction to our team, knowing that people are receiving it. And then we see the proof of that over the years. It's not just momentarily, you know, in the moment, but it's, 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 it's been lasting. Um, I think that's been a huge joy and it's, it definitely puts some wind in our sails uh, when we start getting tired or worn out. Um, Cause it's a lot of work. It's nine months worth of work. And then we realize, oh yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. The great memories, great connections, great friendships are going to be made. And that's why we're here. Yeah. 
And so it's just remembering that. And then we see the proof of that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Jake, any final comments or thoughts? No, we were missing a Brian, but we picked one up. Yeah. <laughs> we're, our Brian's are neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good on our Brian's. We did our Brian quotient, so it uh, feels great. Well, dude, uh, man, uh, we're excited uh, for the festival. We're excited yeah. to continue to be able to, to be a, one of the venues and be a part of it. So thanks for continuing to, to have that happen. And uh, don't miss out. So mintfilmfestival.org mm -hmm. if you want tickets or schedules up there. Everything yep. that you need is up there. Um, there's social media, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. You can to the website. So Absolutely. You know, even if you can't attend, make sure you guys do a great job with social media. Like Right. And their building's right around the corner from ours, yeah. right next to the symphony. Sandwiched, so. you're the literal yep. middle. Right. Our house and the right. We go both directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. As always, head to arthousebuildings.com if you uh, are looking for the art house things that Jake mentioned earlier. I think there's also a link on there for Mint that you can find that kind of stuff. So. Uh, that would be a good portal for you to find all the things that you like. Other than that, hope you're doing well and hope to see you at the movies real soon. Bye. Bye.